This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Okay, so today's episode might be a little short, um, but very powerful, like my grandma. I want to preempt some arguments you're going to have. I mean, and it's a good thing that like a lot of us are jumping out of X, you know, I'm going to go ahead and call it X because, hey, listen, like a good progressive, if somebody changes their pronoun, I'm going to honor their pronoun. So, look, if Twitter is now X, it is now X. I'm going to respect its name. Xing. That's tweeting now. Xing. Anyway, but whether you're talking to a bot or a blue check bro or some sort of Elon sexual or just a like pseudo intellectual that's gonna try to like school you with the well actually maybe you got a cousin or uncle who uh just got out of prison he been reading books he been reading books without any guidance you know when they just get out of prison they been, they been doing nothing but reading now they know everything you don't want to discourage them because they making a change in their life you gotta learn how to build with them anyway so if you even if you talking to your ex-con family member and you just talking right about you talking about the death of democracy and our voting. Because, of course, it's going to be just chaos <laughs> for our next election. So before somebody actually, we're a republic, we're a democratic republic. I'm not sure they know what they're talking about. And I want to make sure you know what you're talking about. So let's go back to elementary school and let's plan a school-wide pizza party ice cream social. Hood politics, y'all. All right, for some of y'all, it's back to school season. For some of y'all who got kids, you know, 
where your children are now out your house. You are not responsible for figuring out things for them to do all day. So you could possibly get stuff done and go have lunch during the day. Not that your kids is gone. I think we all thought summer was the best time of the year, but that's because we were in school then and summer was our break. Now we understand that, especially as parents, summer's probably the hardest time. <laughs> it's the most expensive. I got to find camps. I can't get anything done. Five minutes. Can I have a snack? Oh my God. It is so much more work in the summer when you have kids. <laughs> anyway, so this is the most wonderful time of the year for parents. But I want to take you back to when you were in elementary school. Now, I don't know the specifics of your elementary school. This is definitely a any hood USA scenario here. You know, at the end of the year, like if you guys did good, you'd get like a, you know, pizza party or something, you know, ice cream. If, if let's get all perfect attendance, if no one gets in trouble, if nobody gets sent to the principals, everybody, if we finish our test, you get your little pizza party, your little ice cream party. I remember my elementary school, if I can't remember what the carrot was that they dangled in front of us, but if we did something by the end of the year, maybe it was fundraising. I don't remember exactly what it was. We would get like a school-wide, like last day of school party. Water balloons, pizza, uh, ice cream, all the stuff that once you cross 30, you can't eat no more. Whatever it was, dust was the type of thing. And I know my demographic don't like like you could still eat cheese and ice cream and not it kill your belly. So let's go back to elementary school. End of the year celebration. You guys made it. I don't know. Perfect attendance, whatever it is, whatever it was, this is your time. You get your pizza and ice cream social, your water balloons, everything. School-wide, right? But now you got to decide what kind of pizza, which kind of ice cream, what movie we're going to watch. I mean, we want this thing to go up, right? So you got, I mean, look, y'all worked hard for this. You got to get this right. And which games we're going to play. All right. I'm going to explain to you what a republic means with this. Because this is what we do at Hood Politics. Oh, yes. Bring the track in, Matt. All right, so here we go. You got, I don't know, what, what, like, let's paint the picture here. What's what's our demographic? Like, okay, if, if we're in my side of town, we're predominantly Latino, sprinkled with equal parts, Filipino and African-American with a little pieces of salt, like a couple, couple white people in there that like, and some of the white people actually are just Spaniards or they're Latinos that are very light-skinned. Whatever the case may be, this our part of town, right? That's for that. Maybe your school is not. Maybe your school is super maybe diverse is just, just as white as mayonnaise. I don't know. Picture your elementary school. You, you know what? You got you got your there was I remember the early 2000s there was a cartoon called Recess, which was spot on elementary school. Like 
Y'all remember that cartoon? It was a Disney cartoon. It was perfect. You had your AV kid, which y'all don't really know nothing about no more because uh, you don't need an audio-visual kid. It's, you know, you have laptops. But you had your AV kid. You had your hall monitor. You had your upside-down girl. You know, the monkey bar girl. You had, you know, your bully. You had the girl that was always on the swings. You know, you had every possible trope. The card collector, the one that just wants to play, whether it's Yu-Gi-Oh! or 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 Pokemon or just the collector, every possible elementary school trope you can think of. The the principal, the lady that had the lunch lady, the janitor, the person that helped out at the uh, uh, recess. You know what I'm saying? Like all of all possible tropes. Please go look up that cartoon. That cartoon was wonderful. Anyway, TJ Detweiler, he's the lead, he's leader of their little, they little, they little crew. Anyway, elementary school. Now, you got your kindergartens, you know what I'm saying, which are usually like fenced off in a whole other part, like your preschool and kindergartens to make sure that, you know, they have their own, they have their own playground and make sure y'all don't uh, hurt them. Then you got, you know, I don't know, I went to... This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. So I'm from the inner city. We had a ginormous elementary school. So we had staggered lunches and recesses where the first through third graders were at one time. And then the fourth through sixth graders were at the other time. Our lunches were similar. You had a staggered lunch, you know what I'm saying? Because of that, right? 
And we all remember lunch recess was the dopest, right? But as we're getting towards the end of the school year, like we are, right? You know, you had your your silly little ASB group and stuff like that. Now you've made friends. You've been in the same class. You know, in elementary school, you don't change a lot of, cl- you don't change classes. It's not like middle school where you got your seven different teachers, you know, spoken out like, which becomes more like high school. It's not like that. We're still in elementary school. And when you do your little ASB stuff, we all know it's just a popularity contest. It's not like, you know, really the thing. You know what I'm saying? They're not like really qualified. They're just the cool kid, right? Or the kid that was willing to do the work. Now, uh, not so hot take. I ain't gonna hold you. That boy Vivek reminds me of a kid just running for ASB in elementary school. And he just trying to listen to whatever the cool kids say. And he just trying to do that. Like the kid that's promising, I'm gonna put Kool-Aid in the water fountain. I'm, you know, I'm outlawing homework. Yay! It's like, bro, shut up, man. Like, everybody love him because he's like, he's gonna outlaw homework. Like, come on, fam. This is not real. Anyway. We need to choose what kind of pizza we having, what kind of ice cream we going to serve, games we going to play, what movie we going to watch. Okay? Who gets to choose that? What if they just go, well, the sixth graders are about to graduate. We're kind of celebrating them and everybody there. So we'll just let them choose. Right? And then so they decide among themselves in whatever ways that they decide. And then they let the school, the rest of the kids know. Now, unless you know, unless you're related to a sixth grader, unless you know any of them, you're not really going to know like how they came to that conclusion. You're just like if you're a third grader and you don't know any sixth graders, all you're doing is just hoping that they pick stuff you like. But you have no access to them. They're sixth graders. You know, like some of them dudes got facial hair. A couple of the couple of girls have started, you know, they got they got boobs now. Like they're, they're a few of them. You're like, these are you're all you're practically adults. You know, when you're a third grader, the, the sixth graders might as well be able to drive. So you don't have access to them unless you have a sibling that's a sixth grader. And then maybe you'll overhear them talking about a little bit of the cheese as to how they came up with that. And maybe they're mad. Maybe you got a sixth grader brother or sister or a they that is just extra nerdy, not involved. You got a D&D kid, you know? So when you say, hey, 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 what are you guys going to pick? You're the third grader. What are you guys going to pick for the school? And they go, I don't know. It's like, damn. Or they go, I don't care. It's lame. You're just like, well, okay. Well, I care because you're still a little third grader. You care. So in that scenario, the sixth graders, you could see that as an aristocracy, right? They are the noble class, the elite who wine and dine and wheel their power and authority. It's, I don't know, for some reason, we are somehow as descendants of Britain um, obsessed with like turn of the century style monarchy, European monarchies, where you go to court and you're watching all the wheelings and dealings, like the Game of Thrones of it all, you know, of people trying to like wheel and deal and get power and stuff like that. The people that get to go to court, that's your aristocracy, plutocracy, if you will. You use a, your elementary school is ran by a select few and powerful people. That would be one way they'd run it. And, you know, hopefully what they come up with is super dope. Now, let's just say 
the principal still allows the sixth graders to choose everything, right? But the principal has a sixth grade child. And ultimately, the principal is going to decide, I'm going to let y'all work this out, but the principal going to decide who has the final say, what day child wants. So when day child comes up and says, hey, the sixth graders, they all want Hawaiian pizza. We want to watch the Barbie movie and we're going to play capture the flag. The principal may or may not double check that information. Right. That's installing a puppet dictator. Okay. Which a lot of countries run off. That's just, it's a puppet dictator. Like the principal really is really making the decision. And you're just, I just put you in there because I don't want it to be perceived as though I made the choice for you. And using this metaphor, sometimes the principal in this story is a whole other country. You know, sometimes the principal is Russia. Or as we know often, if you know anything about history, the principal is the United States of America. You don't say it. You it's it's your choice. And the puppet leader is supposed to make it seem like this was discussed and everybody had power. That's what it made it seem like. Or that puppet dictator is supposed to take all the heat and just be considered the jerk that just made the choice. So everybody mad at the dictator and really don't understand why the dictator got so much power. But we know. But alas, our elementary school is a part of an experiment that is different. We are not a monarchy elementary school. We are not an aristocracy elementary school. We are a Democratic Republic elementary school. Yeah. You'd say, hey, prop, how would we be a Democratic Republic elementary school? Well, before I answer that, let me answer what a Democratic elementary school would be. So this is what it would be. It would be like this. Principal would say, hey, you guys earned it. End of the year school party. These are the things we want to choose. You guys go vote. And everybody gets to say, you guys tell me what you like. And majority wins. Whoever, whichever gets the most votes wins. Right? So every kid goes back to their home, to their room. They start thinking like, okay, what kind of pizza do I like? Okay, well, I think we should do this. My vote would be pepperoni. This one, mine would be cheese, you know. And then everybody comes in. You tally all the votes. And whoever has the most, whichever things have the most, that's what we do. Now, in that scenario, there's a lot of variables that could come about, right? You can have the kid that's lactose intolerant, right? You can have the kid that doesn't really care. You can have the kid that didn't read the ballots, didn't do the questions, don't know where we going, what we talking about, not really paying attention. And then you got the kid that just likes to sow chaos. That's just, you know, the kid that just like farts, you know, you know, when you can't, when y'all are ready to go to recess and the teacher says, not until everybody's quiet. And then the one kid who just thinks it's so funny, just so funny. And then your teacher goes, now, congratulations, Brad. You've ruined it for the rest of them. I don't know why his name's Brad, but he's Brad. You know what I'm saying? 
He just ruined it for the rest of them, right? So now we all got to stay an extra five minutes before recess because Brad thought it was funny to make a fart noise. Don't raise your hand, but I'm pretty sure it's a good amount of y'all that are Brad headasses listening to this thing. I can't stand you. You have kids that just sow chaos. You have kids that aren't even going to eat anyway. They're just going to run straight to the monkey bars. You have kids who have peanut allergies and probably can't come anyway. You got a kid that's not going to be there that day. You have all these things happening, but everybody gets this. I don't know if you're informed. It's a nightmare. Some of y'all don't know how to spell. I can't even read what you're saying. None of this. It's just so much. But you had a chance to make your voices heard. And if you didn't do it, if you didn't let your voice be heard, if you didn't, if you weren't informed, if you didn't do what you were supposed to do, if you accidentally clicked the wrong thing, and then look, that's on you. Everybody got a shot. Now, you counting, now your little ASB president has a lot of room for error because now this person got to count 600, 700 votes. Make sure the tallies are good. Probably got to count it again. Make sure, and then throw out the ones that you don't know are serious. Because if some dude's like, you know, peanut butter and anchovies, like, oh, that's a joke. And he's like, what if it's not a joke? Now they mad. Because that wasn't a joke. I said what I meant. That's what I wanted. You just disenfranchised me. And then, and then again, if the choices are what kind of pizza and which ice cream and somebody put fried chicken on the ballot, it's like, nigga, did you read the question? Was you, or you just want fried? That's not one of the options. I can't, like, why is, this is a disaster. Everybody, and maybe, and I don't even know if everybody turned their thing in. It's just so much. But... If you go to this school, you get a chance to say it is your inalienable right and no one gets to take it from you by virtue of your enrollment. Ain't no test on if you smart enough, if you know, it don't matter. If you go here, you get a vote. That, my friend, would be a direct democracy. But we don't have that. We have things called districts, representatives, congressmen. So let me help you with, understand what that means in our scenario. So rather than every kid turning in these stupid little pieces of paper, some of them got snot on them. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So, what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. 
And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. You know what I'm saying? Some of them filled out all wrong. Don't he can't even read half of them because you don't know how to spell pizza. You know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if this is a joke, right? Whatever. Like, instead of that, what if every class says, you know what, dude? I'm not gonna read this. What if you looked at the who in your class, in your you know, 25, 30 kids in your class that you know likes research? That's gonna read. That's gonna be informed. Because you, you look, 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 look. You are too busy. You're too busy keeping up with Totoro. You are too busy watching your Bluey shows. I don't have time. And the kindergartners, they don't, they don't even know what you're talking about anyway. Except for one of them kindergartners who might be rather advanced. Maybe one of them kindergartners has a second grade brother or a second grade sister or a second grade non-binary, whatever the case may be, that one little kindergartner is very informed. And what if as a class you said, hey, this kid, can you do us a favor? Do the work for us. Be informed. Find out with, okay, so if we say, if we say we want pepperoni, what shop they gonna go to? Are they gonna go to that shop? Because I prefer this pizza spot. If it, But if it's gonna be pineapple, then can we find out if it's that way? If it's going to be sausage, if it's going to be, if it's going to be, you know what I'm saying? So can you go do the homework to be like, okay, so if I choose pizza, what's it? And then if we say, okay, what kind of ice cream? Are there going to be gluten-free options? Are there going to be dairy-free options? Are there, are there going to be sherbet? Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that work. I want somebody, class, let's choose one of us, someone we trust, that's going to get all the information we need Tell us so that we are informed and tell us the truth. And then we tell them as a collective. All right. As a class, as you know, Miss Duncan's fourth grade class, we choose pepperoni and mushroom. Maybe everybody didn't want it in our class. Right. But collectively, because we were informed, we have now sent a representative to represent our classroom at the Senate of other classroom. Now, how y'all came to that choice inside your classroom, that's completely up to your classroom. Came to, every classroom may come to their conclusions, may figure out how they tally their votes. That's something most of the time inside of the classroom is a direct democracy. We all choose. Or maybe you break it up into caucuses or small groups inside of your classroom to decide what your classroom wants. That's up to you. We sent them to the Republic of our elementary school. And if every class does that, guess what you have? 
a republic. It's not that we all didn't get a say. We all got a say. But our say was roped around into one thing, right? So if in my classroom, Miss Duncan's third grade class, we had 40% of us wanted cheese, 5% of us wanted Hawaiian, and 45% of us wanted pepperoni, okay? Now, nobody's reached a supermajority, but what got the most votes out of everybody was, what did I just say? Did I say pepperoni? Wait, let me pause this and scroll back, see what I just said. Yes, I said pepperoni. So 45% of, of Miss Duncan's room voted pepperoni. So if this were the electoral college and our classroom was the state of California, and since we have a very large class, our bunch of 30, cl- 30 kids in this class are sending a vote of pepperoni. But our vote counts as three ticks towards the pepperoni. That's the electoral college because of how many people are in our class. Now you have a class. Let's say you're in Miss Rodriguez's second grade class. Your class just happens to be smaller. Okay? You just you just have a smaller class. Y'all picked y'all picked a little girl, Jessica Gonzalez, you know, she's just a smart kid. She's well spoken. She told us everything that she thought about it. She's willing to say her choice is this, but she'll she'll do whatever y'all ask. She'll tell them what your class says and your class decides on cheese, right? Well, there's only 15 people in your class, but if 10 of them said cheese, five of them didn't know what pizza meant, the choice was cheese, right? So now those are two tick marks that you send to the Republic that you say second graders want cheese. Third graders want pepperoni. Fourth graders do the same thing. They picked a kid. They said what they needed to say, figured it out. Fourth graders wanted pineapple, wanted Hawaiian, right? Fifth graders, they were cool with whatever, but they had to vote. And if they had to vote, even though everybody was just like, nah, we're good. But if we have to choose, I guess pepperoni's cool. Cool. Okay, that's two for pepperoni, right? Because remember, it has to be pizza. You could write in chicken wings, but it's not going to matter. You could have a third party. Doesn't matter. We are now, rather than counting 500 votes, we have someone that represents us, who informed us of our choices, went to us and said what we asked them to say to this council, this republic, this congress of elementary school kids that have chosen I have the authority to say, I, as the representative of Mr. Tokeshi's fourth grade class, I have the power to say, we desire pepperoni pizza. And we hope to play Red Rover. That's our vote. And, and, and I can say that because I have been 
entrusted with the authority by the rest of the fourth graders because they chose me as their representative in this thing to tell the school what we want to have. And that, my friends, is how a representative-based democracy is supposed to work, in theory. Now, how does it work? Well, how it works is the representative we just sent said what they wanted to say, and it's because some of the other kids paid them to say that. And they walked in, it was just like, yeah, you told me to say this? Okay, cool. How'd you even get chosen to be our representative in the first place? I know I didn't choose you. Oh, I selected myself because my big brother is also a representative, so I get to be one. Wait, nigga, you get to be, why? Well, because I kind of tore down my 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 signs to be the other representative in the classroom was cooler than yours. I just happened to have more money. You ain't had no markers to be able to make your posters. I had all the markers, so that's why my poster is good. And I will vote for whichever one of y'all pay me. So you got pizza companies, you got Domino's Pizza down the street running up on this little fourth grader, Jessica. No, 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 no. Jessica was the second grade. Okay, so the fourth grader, let's let's call it let's call the fourth grader uh 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 what we go call the fourth grader. Give me a name. I can't hear you. Give me a name. I can't hear you. Derek. We go call him Derek. So the fourth grader, Derek, Derek, Derek got a text from Johnny's mama who actually runs a pizza shop down the street, who offered him free sodas and candies for the next year if you vote for his pizza shop and his particular dough that he's trying to make, get uh, the rest of the city to start using. Or how about this? I'm the representative because my big brother used to be a representative and his brother and, and my mama went to this school and she was a representative. So I get to be one. I hell, I know the secretary. You want me to jump this metaphor even crazier? You want me to jump it even crazier? What if the fifth grade class looked at the map of the school, peeked their head into some of the fourth grade classes, some of the second grade classes, looked in there and listened to the way that they was choosing? And what if that fifth grade class said, you know, some of the fourth graders are technically fifth graders. So we think part of that fourth grade class should be a part of the fifth grade vote. So I think you need to draw these lines a little different and say, actually, we really need to think about the way that we're organizing these grades. Because what if this kid got held back? What if this we're like, no, this kid's actually our age. So we think the way that you're drawing these classrooms are not necessarily correct. We think that like actually a part of that fourth grade class are actually fifth graders. That's called gerrymandering, y'all. This gerrymandering. That's when you redraw the district lines to make sure that your district is stronger than the other district, right? You're just siphoning off votes for pizza. That's kind of what, what has become of our democracy. I mean, our elementary school. You got fifth graders stealing fourth graders to make them fifth graders just for this, right? You got freaking Jessica in second grade being paid off by Byron's dad's ice cream parlor to make sure that he votes, make sure that Jessica votes for, for his ice cream only. And then we have this pizza party. We have this after school, last day of school party, and no one got what they wanted. <laughs> Nobody won. Or let's just say what happens is 
we somehow against all odds Hawaiian pizza won but pepperoni swore it was stolen from him and that y'all counted these wrongs and the seventh graders cheated if for which we would say there are no seventh graders at this school how the hell could the seventh graders cheat? no 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 we saw you bring your brothers y'all added votes that kid don't go to this school no more no this is not fair it's like nigga no okay don't you think we would spot a seventh grader? Don't you think that would be easy? Don't you think we could tell who a seventh grader is? Nope, it's not what happened. No, there was no seventh grader. Yes, there were. All right, man. Well, we're in shambles. Eventually, the first graders are going to be like, you know what? This system don't work. I'm not, I'm, we're not even, next year when they do this, when we're second graders, let's just not, let's just not. How about we just don't go? How about we just ask our mom to let us stay home? Because voting and being a part of this system continues to fail us. Hmm. Well, that's our country. I mean, that's our elementary school. That's the Republic. Y'all didn't get to choose. You chose a representative to represent your grade for which pizza we wanted and what games we wanted to play. We all voted, but our vote went as a block of votes to the legislature for which the choice was made. I may have confused you even more now. <laughs> huh, politics, y'all. You know, I don't know why I ain't thought of this before, but you know, you could use promo code HOOD for 15% off on terraformcoldbrew.com. Like, I forgot I own that company and this is my pod. Y'all go ahead and punch it promo code HOOD if you in the cold brew. And get you some cold brew. Go on, get you some coffee. Y'all, like, I can't believe I ain't thinking this till right now. Yo, this thing right here was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This thing was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored by the one and only Matt Osowski. Y'all, check out this fool's music. I mean, it's incredible. Executive produced by Sophie Lichterman for Cool Zone Media. Man, and thank you for everybody who continue to tap in with us. Make sure you leave a reviews and five-star ratings and sharing it with the homies so we could get this thing pushed up in the algorithm and listen i just want to remind you these people is not smarter than you if you understand city living you understand politics we'll see you next week
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Do you have a digital mindset? Check out Season 3 of This is Digital. Season 3 of This is Digital goes behind the scenes to reveal how digital trends show up in everyday decisions and actions, including driving profitable growth in enterprise software and how the new sports fan experience can drive revenue. Featuring guests like Chris D'Agostino of Databricks and Scott Crable of Tama Bravo. Check out the latest and greatest on Season 3 of This is Digital and learn more at westmonroe.com.